What's up? Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast. I'm your host, Arlen Moore. And in today's episode, we have a very uh, experimental topic that I wanted to try out. And it's basically going to be me reading you from one of my favorite books and then just subtle commentary on the entire topic. So before we begin, I'd like you to just settle in, maybe just uh, take a moment to look around you, notice where you are, notice your breath, and just bring yourself into this moment and settle in and get ready for a wild (laughs) next, uh, I don't know, this might be 20, 30 minutes or so, depending on wherever this moment takes me and brings you. And what I'm going to be reading you today is from an excerpt of a book called Tufty the High Priestess. It's by a little known about Russian, um, I guess you could call him esotericist, <laughs> like a very uh, law of attraction-y, but like highbrow law of attraction type um, type dude out there who wrote a book or series of books called Reality Transurfing. And this is his latest one called Tufty the High Priestess. And these books teach you how to wake up in reality, how to get control of yourself, and how to ultimately become the the chooser, the choice maker in your reality. So you literally choose what you want to experience in life consciously. And this book, Tufty, is fantastic. It's actually one of the books I read at one of the lowest points in my life that ultimately shot me off in the proper direction to wake myself up and to experience a lot of success financially, socially, uh, in, in my own personal mental health and mindset. And my hope is that in reading this, it's going to inspire you to do the same. So before I go any further, I just want to reiterate the purpose of this entire podcast. And it is mindset design, which is a concept that I myself created to kind of, you know, backtrack the pre the presupposed notion of lifestyle design. Because what I've found in my experience is that when you take the time to design your lifestyle, you know, that that is, uh, that is incredible. And that will lead you very far if you are if you're, you know, doing lifestyle design and kind of rethinking the way you can live your life. But what I'm most interested in is mindset design, because in order to design your lifestyle, you need to have the mind to be able to do that. So it's, it's very much a causal, uh, a causal idea. And I would like to, you know, I would like, I would like to inspire you listening to really examine your mindset and where you're at right now and, and the thoughts that you're thinking and, and where they are carrying you because our minds and the thoughts that we allow to, to, to go through are what is ultimately going to shape our lifestyle, to shape our reality and so what we want to do is pay attention to the subtle the subtleties in our mindset and be inspired by people who already are where we want to be. Let's say we want to start a business. Well then obviously you might want to listen to some business podcasts of, you know, maybe millionaires or multimillionaires who have these thoughts, who have the thoughts, the source of their actions, right? They they share them with you. And when you take the time to actually pay attention to what they're thinking compared to what you're thinking, you can actually replace those thoughts. So that's, uh, that's a long-winded explanation of this concept, but I figured for the more introductory episodes, it's important to communicate that. 
but I digress. <laughs> That's something one of my mentors, Tim Ferriss, always says. All right, so let's let's roll into this book. Um, and I warned you, it's a bit weird. It is narrated by, uh, well, well, the story is told from the perspective of Tufty, who is this fictional, or maybe not fictional, who knows, fictional character that Vadim Zeeland has created to basically kind of represent this other world, or, or I guess our worldly, but totally conscious waking guide to helping you wake up. And she's a little bit rude. So it's a very fun read. Um, let's get into it. Hello, hello, my little freaks. You don't remember me, but I am Tufty, and I've come to you from time. Time is eternal. From eternity, you can go wherever you like, whenever you like. 3,000 years ago, I was a priestess of the Temple of Isis. Who I am now, I will divulge some later time. The important thing is that I know who you are, and I'll tell you about that in due time. For you already know who you are, right? You have been brought into the world deprived of self-instruction manual. Of jeez, I can't read. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do better, guys. Sorry. <laughs> you have been de- you have been brought into the world deprived of a self-instruction manual. Of course, they taught you to wash your hands, change your nappies, but you don't know any more than that, either about yourself or the world. For example, you think you have your own opinion, whereas in fact that opinion was implanted in you. You think that you are in control of your actions, whereas in fact, it is much more important to control your thoughts. Can you? No, you're just a little brainless idiot. It makes me want to slap you. I know you're lonely, unhappy, and think nobody loves you. But I love you, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you how the world works and what is really happening. I'll tell you why you're here and what to do in your life, because you don't know what to do with your life. Do you? You see, get comfortable on your potties and listen. <laughs> Let's start with the fact that reality is not quite as you imagine it to be. Reality is multi-layered like an onion. You are, you are familiar with two layers only, the physical reality in which you live and the dream space that you see when you fall asleep every night. The dream space is not a figment of your imagination. It is real and takes the form of something like a film archive in which everything is stored that ever was, will be, or could be. When you dream, you are watching one of the films from the archive. In this sense, your dream is real and an illusion at the same time. The film you are watching is virtual, while the film role itself is material. Reality is what has never been and never will be, and only is here and now. Reality exists only for a single moment, like a frame on a film roll, which moves from the past into the future. Your life or rather your essence, your soul, also moves from one incarnation to the other. There was a time when you were all fish, dinosaurs, and all kinds of crawling reptiles. Don't kid yourself that you've moved on much since then. There is a very long way to crawl before reaching perfection, such as I, for example. You don't remember your previous incarnations, because every incarnation is separate life of of your soul, a separate dream if you like. The soul is not dependent on the presence of the body. This is just one of the forms which it can exist. The body is kind of a biosuit. You may ask, what's the point of these transformations? Such are the fundamental qualities of, real, of reality and life, movement and transformation. A frame moves along a film roll. A caterpillar transforms into a butterfly. 
The butterfly lays its larva. The larva lay, transform into caterpillars, and those in turn become butterflies. At your current stage of evolution, you are caterpillars, small and unpleasant. That's just how you are. I'm going to keep an eye out on you. So listen, sleeping and waking life are roughly the same thing. In the early years, you did not distinguish your dreams from reality. You don't remember it now, but back then, you did not think there was a boundary or any difference between this world and that. Then the grown-ups explained to you that the world of dreams is just a product of your imagination, that it isn't real. In fact, you are fed a false belief that that world is just as real as this. It exists just in another space. You move from one space to another when you wake up and when you fall asleep. Does that surprise you? Does it scare you? You got used to the idea, but still, dreaming and the waking life that follows the dream are like life and death. Life is the dream. Death is, waking, is the waking experience, but not the other way around, you see? Okay, my dears, let's not run before we can walk, one step at a time. There are three similarities and one difference between dreams and waking. I'll come to the differences a little later. The similarities are these. First, both in waking and in dreaming, you are asleep. And because of this, you are helpless in both. This and the other reality exists independently of your will. But I will teach you to wake up, both in dreaming and in waking. Second, in both spaces, reality moves like a frame in a film roll. Yet, you don't understand that because you only know how to see what is right, right underfoot. You lost the ability to look ahead when you started to believe what the grown-ups said about dreams not being real. Third, here and there, the moving frame can be controlled. The reason you, lot, you lost, uh, the reason you lot don't control the movement is that your attention is stuck in the current frame. You'll find out what that means in a bit. Although, finding out doesn't necessarily mean understanding it. When you do understand it, however, you will be able to shift reality. So that's the end of the first chapter. Now in this next chapter, this is really intriguing to me and it's going to give you an opportunity to literally right now during this podcast, wake up and try a very fun and simple exercise that is probably going to be pretty life-changing. And I mean, every time I read this, it's just, it's mind-boggling and it's so cool. So I'm excited to share it with you. Let's start it. Chapter is called Two Screens. And so, my dears, we have arrived at three premises. Both in dreaming and in waking life, you are asleep. Dreams and everyday reality are a moving frame. The frame's movement can be controlled, but you don't know how. You don't control the movement in your silly dreams and your story, little life, and your, <laughs> and your sorry little life, firstly, because you are asleep, and secondly, because you don't even realize it's possible. Let's begin with something simple. What is sleep? Remember I said that when you were brought into this world, you weren't given a self-instruction manual? Okay, so you have two screens, an inner and outer screen. You also have the faculty of attention. This is, all, this is always directed either toward the inside or the outside, very rarely in between. So you are constantly asleep. When you are lost in thought, your attention is totally immersed in the inner screen. When this is the case, you may not notice what is happening around you and be acting on autopilot. Conversely, when your attention is occupied by something external, you forget yourself and again act reflexively. This is what sleep is, a reflexive state. 
Guys, I've always talked about being at the cause, not about being at the effect. So this is what the, exactly what Tufty is explaining to us here. This is what sleep is, a reflexive state in which your attention is immersed either in the outer or the inner screen. In this kind of state, you are helpless, unable to control either yourself or what is happening around you. In this sense, sleeping and dreaming are not the same. Sleep is an anabiotic state. A dream is something you see, either in the dream space or in the working space. Dreams and everyday reality are essentially the same thing. Reality is your waking dream. Reality is a dream and a dream is also reality. Why? You will understand very soon. Now for the instructions. To wake up in a dream or waking reality, you must pull your attention away from the inner screen, away from the outer screen, and shift it to your awareness center. You are quite capable of doing this. It's easy. Tap your fingers around the area of your nose. Do it. (laughs) Where were you just now? Were you flying in your dreams? Or were you admiring me wide-eyed, fabulous as I am? What was your attention immersed in? Which screen? Where is it now? Find a midpoint between the two screens. Guys, just to elaborate on the screen. So the outer screen is really everything in your physical reality. So you look out, whatever you see right now, that is the outer screen. And then the inner screen is just whatever you could be lost in thought thinking about. So just to clarify, she wants you to find the the sweet spot in the center, which is aware of both your thoughts and aware of reality. So you see yourself and you see reality. Does that make sense? Cool. So, okay. Find a midpoint between the two screens. From this point, you will be able to observe your thoughts and what is going on around you. You will be able to see the reality that surrounds you and yourself within this reality. Nothing is stopping you from watching both screens at the same time. You can do this. It's just that nobody has ever told you it was possible and it has never occurred to you that it might be a good idea. Grownups have told you to look here, listen to me, do as I tell you. You were taught to focus your attention on the outer screen. When something does not work out, you fall into despair and sit alone in your unhappy thoughts about how small, helpless, and unfortunate you are. You have chained yourself to the inner screen as the only available ref, uh, refuge. Gradually, your attention got used to, be, to sticking to one screen or the other without resting in the middle. Eventually, you stopped controlling your attention entirely. So it does not obey you. It floats about of its own accord, and you are constantly falling into a non-conscious state. In this state, you are incapable of taking effective action. You may be deceived, hurt, frightened, robbed, and beaten, and still you cannot respond adequately. You are constantly struggling with emotional complexes. You depend on external circumstances and chase after good luck. You know who chases after good luck? Losers. That's what you are, losers. Because the level of your effectiveness in a non-conscious state, that is focusing on the outer screen, which is just everything in front of you now, or just the inner screen, the level of effectiveness of that, of a non-conscious state, is no more than 5 to 10%. It's okay. Don't cry, my little ones. Everything can be put right, and I'll tell you how. All right, here's the exercise. A stroll through a dream. In the last lesson, my dear ones, you learned that sleep is a condition in which your attention is immersed in a screen. You can sleep or not sleep in a dream as in waking reality. To wake up, you must bring your attention to the awareness center. Your awareness center is an observation point 
from which you can see where your attention is directed in any moment, one moment and what it is focusing on. At the same time, you will see what you are doing and what is going on around you. Now wake up and ask yourself, where am I? What am I doing? Where is my attention? Right now, you've just woken up and found yourself at the awareness point. Here I am, and this is the reality that surrounds me. I am aware. I can see myself, and I can see reality. This is an unfamiliar state for you, my precious ones. You, get, you only get occasional glimpses of it. The rest of the time, you are transfixed by either the inner or the outer screen. Now, try and hold the state of awareness for at least one hour and see what happens. You'll find it you'll find it will be interesting. Uh, don't do that now. Just wait till the end and try that maybe some other time. But we're getting into a very cool exercise, I promise. <laughs> it is best to do this in the morning after you have slept well and are feeling bright and happy. It is not worth trying it when you are in a bad mood. It just won't work. That is sitting in meditation for an hour and placing your attention at the center. So get into the observation point telling yourself, I see myself and I see reality. Set your intention Set yourself the intention, today I am going to stroll through a waking dream. Then, go for a walk wherever you like, to work or to university, in the state of clarity. For the best effect, go to a place where nobody knows you, maybe the grocery store, on a walk to a shopping center or an entertainment center. This will be a free walk through a dream. When you are immersed in either one of the screens, you are not yourself. You aren't in control either of yourself or the situation. The opposite is true, in fact. Any situation can turn into a dream and can control you. And what happens when you become self-aware? You free yourself. And from this moment on, you're dreaming, whether asleep or in waking. It doesn't matter which becomes conscious. You are in control of yourself. And most importantly, you acquire the capacity to control the situation around you. But more on that later. For now... Try just going for a walk and observing what you see. For example, you turn on your awareness and go into a shop. Say hello, walk about, look around, maybe ask a question and observe the reaction of the shop assistants. Just don't fall asleep. Before you speak, be sure to direct your attention to the center. I see myself and I see reality. You find that people will look at you with a certain curiosity and for some reason be especially responsive and well disposed toward you in a way that they were not before. What has changed? Unlike you, the people around you are still asleep. Guys, you can even try this at home with, with your parents or roommates. It's really cool. Their attention is occupied, and they're involved in their everyday scenarios, like in a film. Their thoughts are unclear, and their actions are non-conscious. You could say they live, they live as if they were characters in a film, your film. You, unlike the others around you, have woken up in the dream as if you had stepped from the screen down into the cinema hall. At any moment, you can leave, return to the movie, and walk around freely among the other characters regardless of the narrative. When you are in this state, you may come across to others as a little otherworldly. They vaguely sense that there is something odd about you, but cannot say what exactly. Don't worry, they're not aware that they are treating you with a certain friendliness and curiosity, and you don't let that and you don't let on that you know something they don't. Do you know what their friendliness toward you comes from, especially in those who don't know you? To them, you are like a firefly in a land of shadows. When you are in a state of conscious awareness, your energy flows differently. It can't be seen physically, but it can be felt subconsciously. 
just by walking through a dream, a waking dream. At the very least, you will attract the attention and goodwill of those around you. You can make new friends and spend the time in pleasant conversation. That is just the start. Be smart. Learn to drive reality. If you don't drive yourself mad first, hey, okay, okay. Don't worry, my little ones. So that's all I'm going to read to you for today. Um, let me know if you guys enjoyed that. If you did, shoot me a DM at Arlen Moore. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a really fun idea. I'm actually going to go do that today. It's my day off or one of my days off. And I'm going to go stroll through a waking dream and just kind of look at people and try to keep my awareness. That's the most important part is keeping your awareness at the center. So I hope you enjoyed. If you are in Maxi, thank you. Um, shoot me a DM and let me know how you enjoyed this like within our Maxi community. If you're not in Maxi, I have a community and if you've never heard of it, it is a um, it is a tool to help you become the conscious choice maker in your reality. It helps you author your own life and choose a life that you want to live. And it provides a system to actually behavior, cha- change yourself at, at a, a, a subconscious level to reprogram your thoughts. And it, it does this in a very simple system. It's like the four hour work week of, of mindset. It's very simple to follow. It's very easy to use. And the results it's been getting people have been outstanding. So maximindset.com, if you have not joined, it will change your life. I have no doubt. And I would love to see you inside. So that being said, have an amazing rest of your day. I'm going to go through a walk in a waking dream, and I hope that you do the same. All right. Bye-bye.